morning and uh, welcome to this week's episode of Word of the Day. Uh, Today we're going old school and we're going to be in Isaiah chapter 60. your coffee. I have mine. Mm. Mm. So, um, yeah, um, it's been a, a week or so since last. Thank you for your patience. Mm. Um, it's been a rough couple of weeks for me. And uh, yeah, I wanted to share this uh, verse with you. This chapter with you today because I'm desperately trying to believe it. So um, I hope that it will in- encourage you uh, because it's something that I'm I'm struggling with believing at the moment. So here we go. We're in old going old school today. Isaiah chapter sixty. shine for your light has come and the glory of the Lord rises upon you see darkness covers the earth and thick darkness is over the peoples but the Lord rises upon you and his glory appears over you nations will come to your light and kings to the brightness of your dawn lift up your eyes and look above you all assemble and come to you Your sons come from afar, your daughters are carried on the hip. Then you will look and and be radiant. Your heart will throb and swell with joy. The wealth of the seas will be brought to you. To you the riches of the nations will come. Herds of camels will cover your land, young camels of Midian and Ephah, and all from Sheba will come bearing gold and incense, proclaiming the praise of the Lord. All Qadar's flock will be gathered to you. The rams of Nebaioth will serve you. They will be accepted as offerings on your altar, and I will adorn my glorious temple. Um, so the, the passage goes on and on about... Uh, all the ways that God is going to bless Israel. Um, uh, You see in verse 10, you can read the whole chapter on your own if you want, but it's a very long chapter, and he goes on and on and on about how um, God's going to lift up Israel in verse 14. He will carry you the city of the Lord, Zion, of the Holy One of Israel. And he goes on and on and on. Um, And in verse 15, he picks it up again. Although you have been forsaken and hated, with no one traveling through, I will make you the everlasting pride and the joy of all generations. So... (laughs) Um, 
basically after you read this chapter it's very clear he's talking about the nation of of israel and um so it might not feel very applicable right now to you because you're not a nation and um when jesus came uh, and the passages in the old testament made it clear that he's not about a nation or building up a nation. He's about building up the kingdom of, of God. So I know that this might seem a little disjointed, but uh, I've been thinking a lot about this passage from um, a personal standpoint. Um, just the idea of uh, good things coming, you know, at this time, uh, the, the nation of Israel, Israel had just experienced a famine. I mean, it was so bad that women were eating their own children. So it was tough in Israel. And then you had Isaiah coming, um, being like, don't worry, guys, it'll get better. So, yeah, I've been struggling with this passage just on like a personal note um this idea that um arise and shine for your light has come just this idea that things are going to get better um darkness covers the earth a thick darkness is over the people but the lord rises upon you just this idea that you know things will get better god will come through um Lift up your eyes and look about you. All assemble and come to you. This, this idea of joy, verse 5. Your heart will throb and swell with joy. It's really hard uh, when you're struggling with the depression to, to read these words and, and believe them. And I know that it's uh, specifically in this passage that it's just talking about the nation of Israel and I don't in any way interpret it in a way that some churches or pastors or people interpret it that is like talking about America, you know, as God's nation rising up. I, I, uh, it's very clear that it's about Israel. And, um, and I think that uh, we can go back to the, Versus the New Testament, where Jesus is like, um, I didn't come to establish an earthly kingdom. So, uh, yeah, not uh, not something that I would um, attribute this passage to for any greatness of the U.S. getting better or something like that. Um, but what I, what I've been trying to grapple with this week is just this idea of, uh, lift up your head. This, this is in a lot of Old Testament passages, you know, lift up your head, um, you know, see that light is dawning on you. That kind of language is in a lot of Old Testament stuff. And it's, you know, basically the point is, is that hope is coming. And, you know, and it just, 
sometimes, some weeks, it just seems like nothing's getting better and things are sometimes getting worse. So I've been meditating on the first seven verses of this, trying to, because um, you know there are the verses in the New Testament where we are called temples of God's glory, and you know, um, and it says in verse seven, "I will adorn my glorious temple." You know, this idea that God finds me glorious, and and that my heart will throb and swell with joy at some point, and things are gonna get better. Um, it's hard to believe, and um, and I get it. I I understand. I recently also I've been um, reading a, a lot in uh, about the you know how people in the U.S. are dealing with the COVID crisis and things like that, and the rise in, for example, like the QAnon beliefs and things like that, and. Um, and I get it on a level a little bit because, um, just from my personal experience with depression, um, it's just so hard to cope with reality sometimes. It's just really hard. And, uh, it's really hard to cope with bad thing after bad thing after bad thing happening to you. And uh, it's uh, it's why right now I'm still struggling with this um, this depression and this disease and um, and so I get it I get it why um, but I wanted to share some other verses today um, so basically I just wanted to say you know if it's hard for you to accept what's going on right now with like COVID and you're looking for answers and um, you're trying to find other explanations, secret explanations or things like that. I get it. This, um, this stuff is really hard to swallow. And, um, and so I wanted to, to share a couple of verses on, on that first, you know, this idea that I've been struggling with too, that things are going to get better, you know like this verse in the, 60, in the 60th chapter of Isaiah. Um, you know, lift your eye, verse 4, lift up your eyes and look about you. All assemble and come to you. Your sons come from afar and your daughters are carried on the hip. I know that, especially with depression, it's, and with everything being online, you know, I'm feeling the loneliness. I'm feeling the feelings of abandonment, being all alone, trying to desperately find a way to connect with people, but it's, it's hard. And those, uh, those feelings are, are heavy sometimes. So I've been trying and I hope that you would try to, to sort of dwell in this this week that, you know, you're not alone right now. You might feel that way, but someday everyone's going to come back to you and you're going to be surrounded by your family and your friends again and that's going to happen um and then it, you know the verse goes on and on about the wealth and prosperity and thing you know herds talks about flocks if you keep reading the chapter 
gifts, bringing silver and gold, children from afar, um, opening, being open up to trade. Your gates will always stand open. They will never be shut, verse 11. So it goes on and on about the monetary uh, the benefits. And I, uh, yeah, and I... just on to level with you god never promised to give you money and um, i know that that's also a tough thing he never promised to give you prosperity in the aspects of monetary what he promised to give you is the prosperity of his joy and his love and his renewal and his forgiveness and his hope and his peace and that's um that's what I hope your heart will will swell with. I'm trying to speak to myself as what I, as uh, as well as you, <laughs> because I know how much uh, just money would fix everything, right? Just sometimes it feels like money would fix everything, just a little bit more. And I feel you with that. So I also wanted to talk about uh, briefly. Um, Matthew chapter 7 and First um, John chapter 4 so just this ideal of like false prophets so First John 4 says dear friends do not believe every spirit but test the spirits to see whether they are from God because many false prophets have gone out into the world this is how you can recognize the Spirit of God. Every spirit that acknowledges that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is from God. But every spirit that does not acknowledge Jesus is not from God. I know, and I grew up with this as well, that there's a tendency in the church to stop after these this verse. And um, just like, being 100% honest, I think it's um, a source of a lot of problems, but um, this is what I mean. Um, there's a tendency to just stop after you find out um, that a belief or a person or a organization or whatever um, adheres to this passage. So you have an organization that starts, that has Bible verses. You have a person who quotes Bible verses. You have a pastor that quotes Bible verses. You have, um, I don't know, a political leader that says Bible verses. And then there's a tendency to stop and say, okay, well, he's saying Bible verses or okay, he acknowledges Jesus. So everything else is, is okay. And uh, we're missing Matthew 7 if we're just stopping after 1 John 4. We're missing Matthew 7. So Matthew 7 says, uh, if you go down to, so you can, um, he talks about not judging people, don't, um, and then if you skip down to, Verse 15, he starts talking about false prophets. 
So um, he says, verse 15, watch out for false prophets. They come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they are ferocious wolves. But by their fruit, you will recognize them. Do people pick grapes from thorn bushes or figs from thistles? Likewise, every good tree bears good fruit, but a bad tree bears bad fruit. A good tree cannot bear bad fruit, and a bad tree cannot bear good fruit. You don't go into your back, and every tree that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. You don't go into your backyard and pick apples off of a blackberry bush. You don't go into your backyard and pick rotten plums out of a tree and eat them, or the rotten plums that fall beneath a tree and eat them. No, you pick the good ones from the tree and you eat them. And I think that we need to remember Matthew 7. Look at the actions of the person. This goes back to Gnosticism in the early Christian church. You had people in the early Christian church, which is a lot of the false prophets that these guys are talking about, who said they believe in Jesus, all of that stuff. But then they also threw in beliefs about um, Greek mythology and still went to the temples and did all the worship for the Greek mythology and da 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 da. You can say whatever the crap you want, but your actions say what you truly believe. So I know it's good to always look and be aware of the type of people and test their spirit and all that kind of stuff, but it goes back to the fruit. What type of fruit can you pick from their tree? No matter what they tell you, no matter how well they quote scripture, no matter how good they talk the talk or walk the walk, what does their fruit look like? And, uh, yeah, so there you go. My soapbox to the 12 people who listen. (laughs) So, um, But that's a side note. The main thing that I just wanted to talk about is what I've been struggling with. You know, this idea that it'll get better, that good things will come, that we can lift up our eyes and look and see good things and we can see the Lord rising upon you and his glory appearing over you. You can see light coming. And, um, I know that sometimes with all of the crap that's going on, it's really hard to see that. And it's really hard to believe that. I know that that's what, um, that's what I've been struggling with this week. And I've also been struggling with, um, you know, because I do have people in my life that tell me that it'll get better and that's just not the end. And 
but sometimes it's really hard to prove that. So I've been leaning on this verse this week, trying to hope and believe that things will get better. And, um, and I just pray the same for you, that you would find a, a verse to lean on that would help you believe that, uh, or work towards believing that uh, things are going to get better. So, I, uh, I'm glad that you're here. Glad that uh, that you're listening, and I I just hope that uh, you and I would both come to believe that it's gonna get better, and God will lift up our heads, and you will see light in all of this darkness. <laughs>